0: Welcome to Aston Means Business. I'm Steve Dyson, the journalist presenting this regular podcast for Aston Business School. It's subtitled SMEs Building Resilience to Covid-19 Challenges. We're interviewing small business leaders who are taking part, or who've recently taken part, in Aston Centre for Growth's programmes. They're sharing their experiences and explaining how they're developing their operations during these uncertain economic times. We're also talking to some of Aston Business School's top academics, getting their valuable insight, analysis, and advice for SMEs. In today's episode, I'm going to be talking to Nathan Tromans. He's the founder and operator of NLT Electrical, an industrial and commercial electrical contractor based in Tamworth. NLT was hit hard by COVID-19, but is now beginning to recover and grow again. Here listening to my interview is Dr. Rob Thomas, a teaching fellow in marketing and strategy, at Aston Business School. Hello to you, Rob. Hi, how are you? I'm fine, thanks, Rob. Thanks very much for taking part in this podcast. We'll have a good chat once you've heard my interview with Nathan Trowans. Hello to you, Nathan.
1: Hi there, how are you?
0: I'm fine, Nathan. Nathan, let's start by finding out a bit more about you. What's your background and when and why did you launch NLT?
1: Yeah, sure. So uh, I um, started my electrical career in an electrical wholesaling company where I was their uh, representative for 11 years. And uh, most of my, well, 90% of my um, customers there were all commercial and industrial. And one of the things that were always firing back at me was how poor the actual contractors that they were getting in. So I went back to my manager at the time and said, you yeah, we can uh, – do something about this. And he was uh, not very uh, enthusiastic about it and would rather me carry on opening new accounts and selling more items. So I went back to my customers and I turned around to them and said, well, I can do this. And they said, well, that's great, but you need to be qualified. So I went to night school, got my electrical qualifications and started uh, doing weekend work, shall we say, and evening work. And I managed to get a, uh, a shopping centre contract uh, which allowed me to work through the uh, through the evening basically and I did that for 18 months doing the two jobs together until uh, I left and, and set up on my own where I was a man in a van.
0: Great and, and in terms of NLT what does it exactly do now and, and what's its size in terms of staff turnover etc.?
1: we got um industrial and commercial electrical contracting um uh, so factories uh, brickworks cement works um anything with uh, power presses plastic works um and and basically industri- industrial work like that now uh we're on to uh, last year where we hit a million uh, uh turnover which was a, a milestone for us um, we also were uh, employed at the time, because um, obviously we were going to COVID, but it's a case of uh, we were up to 20 staff, employed staff.
0: It all sounds like it was a healthy, growing business, but then it was hit hard by COVID-19. So tell us how that's hit you.
1: Oh, massively, especially on the first lockdown when everybody had to uh, lock the doors down. Uh, it stopped our business instantly. Uh, it really did. Um and that's it, really. Yeah, it literally stopped overnight.
0: So, in terms of your revenues and then your staff, how did it affect that?
1: It affected us massively. um Obviously, furlough has been fantastic. Where we we did that, also the government of uh, the uh, ten thousand pound loan, uh, which we were um uh, applied for that, and and was it received that? Um, obviously, the Sybil loan has helped out massively for us. Uh, well, without it, we wouldn't be here today, that's for sure. But we have had to make some cuts as well. Our revenue was hit hard. Um, so we, it's, it, basically, we halved our staff, which uh, in turn halved our turnover. We went down to about 11 staff. Uh, but I'm happy to report we have actually started employing people now as things are starting to turn around. And we're up to 13 now.
0: How did you survive,
1: Nathan? The way that we changed the way we operated is really down to the communication side. So we really hit hard, not only within, our, within ourselves as all of our staff members to make sure we're talking to each other. Obviously, working from home, it, it's, uh, with all the office staff, is, um, communication is key. Instead of everybody being here in the mornings at the end of the night, everyone's already at home, but even the engineers only leave home to the site to then go back home. Communication is massive. Uh, we've also um, improved our IT systems uh, to obviously develop and make things transaction quicker for the, uh, for the girls in the office at, working at home and also uh, to our customers because um, it's a hard time for us all out there. And again, we're just phoning all of our existing customers to turn around and make sure that they are okay and also working together. Um, which has been massive, really, and a massive results from that. Obviously, with COVID, you can't literally go around and, and call on anybody now. Nobody wants to see anybody, and, and rightly so. So the way that we've changed the way that is now is that we're making phone calls um, to, into newer markets to people who require our services, uh, which obviously has gone into with uh, Google Ads, which is what we're about to start doing now. When going and finding new business with covid it 's put a stop on the old fashioned knocking on doors so what we 've done now we've found that um going like calling people trying to uh, get that appointment with the new people but obviously it 's very hard because these people. I'm not expecting you to call um when people now find us through google and through our our websites and through our social media people can see um with what we do how we do it uh, which then encourage them to phone us knowing that the new customer knows what to expect through our websites and stories that we're putting on social media one of the things that uh, that Zoe has been working uh, very hard on, Zoe's who's my uh, managing director here, is that we've got our ISO 9001 accreditation. We've also got our Chaz and construction line, and also uh, we've just recently received our cyber uh, certification as well. And our latest achievement is that we've just won uh, the Growing Business Awards uh, 2020.
0: It sounds great all these different accreditations you're getting Nathan. And I guess you 've had to change the way that you go about your health and safety as well haven 't you because of covid
1: oh massively yes um every um, we review this every month as well with covid, um, but all of our engineers are, are equipped with mass gloves uh, and hand sanitizer all the time, and we 've got plenty of it as well, so wherever we 're going, we are making sure that we are safe. And also, I have to say that in the industrial and the commercial sector, I have to say a, a hats off to those guys because the workstations that where we're going to are absolutely spotless.
0: I understand as well that you've um, spent the time, um, you've had the opportunity to think again about the future, and it's resulted in the launch of a new business called Charge and Recharging Limited for electric vehicles. Tell us about that. What would it do?
1: Yeah, so Charge and Recharge is a, a new venture with myself and Zoe. Uh, this purely on the EV charging. Uh, the main goal for for this would be to actually have a, um, a like motorway service stations, but to be called Charge and Recharge. So the charging is charging the vehicle, recharging being the family or, or the business person who's using the services. We're going in the, um, in the reins of the, the city centres and then working our way into the rural areas as well. The uh, service stations that we want to provide not only will we be doing for the cars, but we also want it to be for the actual people driving. So that will have um, whether it be coffee stations, um, obviously sandwiches, foods and also um, a kids park as well. Being NLT Electrical, we've got the resources behind us to actually get the power in place for the charging station. Charge and recharge being a separate thing, but it will be supported by itself. Uh, What we're going to really push on here is the membership. Uh, We want people to be members, part of our family, if you like, uh, to get rewards, and obviously they can go wherever they want then throughout the country and charge for free.
0: It sounds like it's been a hectic year, Nathan, handling the initial lockdowns, changing the business to survive, and launching a new business as well. What's enabled you to tackle all these things?
1: Um, The the one main thing is determination, but it's the team I have around me that that pushes me forward to to always want more. The one thing that um, I went to, I I joined a a networking uh, group that uh, put me onto uh, the Aston Growth. And when I was at the Aston Business Growth, which was absolutely amazing, um met some fantastic people. But the actual way that they broke my company down into small chunks and rebuilt it, structured it in such a way that it gives you – well, the, the best saying is, is that you're working on your business, not in your business, and also being offered um, – to obviously get money, you know, because money makes money, to go out there and have the confidence to ask for the money uh, to then grow the business, and which is what we did. The revenue growth, um, will it shows in our figures that where we went from just over 600 turnover to a million turnover and got us prepared for COVID.
0: You sound to me like you're very rooted in the community and with your staff, uh, Nathan. Uh, how, how has it helped working in the local area?
1: We wanted to actually give something back to the community, and what we actually did at the end of last year was uh, we put up um, a five thousand pound improvement. But we didn't want to give the money. We actually wanted to do it in services that we provide, and for us, it was the um, the cancer wellbeing centre. Uh, in Tamworth and um, they won our competition and the guys there are are just fantastic and we actually put in new led panels for them and it was actually it's it's the gift that keeps giving and that's something that uh, that uh, they actually said to us actually because we're actually saving them 716 pound every year on their electric bill just from the lights that we fitted what we're doing as well, we're aiming to offer this opportunity to nominate charities twice a year.
0: It's been quite a year then, Nathan, so what are your closing thoughts as you look ahead?
1: Yes, yeah, so looking back over last year, yes, it has been a tough challenge, but we were ready to react, pull back where we needed and adopt to a new marketplace, start growing again, uh, helping the local community, as I just mentioned, and even launch a new business. The reason for, behind this, is obviously having the good team. Um, my MD here, Zoe, uh, we always have a bit of a laugh like this and saying like, what my role is. And, uh, and I'm going to quote here, and it's a case of uh, I'm very much like Richard Branson, the marketeer for the business.
0: Nathan Tromans, the founder, owner and marketeer of NLT Electrical Limited, and now Charge and Recharge Limited. Many thanks for joining us, and I wish you the very best as your business develops.
1: Thank you very much.
0: Hopefully still with me is Dr. Rob Thomas, a teaching fellow in marketing and strategy at Aston Business School. Hello again, Rob.
2: Hi, very much looking forward to this. Thank you.
0: That's great, Rob. Um, You listened to that interview with Nathan Tromans and heard how NLT Electrical was initially devastated by COVID-19, but is now starting to bounce back. It's taken some focused efforts from Nathan, hasn't it?
2: It's been extraordinary. It really has. But you know, I think I must say that Nathan's interview was an absolute pleasure to listen to. You know, Nathan has been exceptional in his approach, his dedication, and desire to really move things forward for his business. And his response has been almost exemplary. Nathan has done some extraordinary things in truly extraordinary times. And it's a fantastic benchmarking exercise for any SME owner or manager who's actually listening to this today.
0: I agree, Rob. And his actions really did seem very calm and positive. And as a result, He's now seeing his business grow again with a rise in customers through his new marketing strategy. This is just one local company, of course. But what learnings are there in what you heard, Rob, for other businesses in the wider marketplace who've been badly hit by the pandemic?
2: Well, what we're seeing through our study of Nathan is what he's developed a far stronger market orientation. Um, Lots of SMEs, and I completely understand this, become focused on transaction. They become focused on their competition. What we have with Nathan is this far stronger market orientation, a focus on customers, both existing and obtaining new ones, uh, a far stronger emphasis on competition and a realignment of his internal uh, company as well and getting that proactive thinking and understanding a change in perspective as being one of the most important things. Um, but I think critically as well, what we're seeing is relying on his customers, uh, to provide him with knowledge, understanding what people want, uh, what they might get from you and how you might add value going forward is really the structural building block of, of long-term relationships. And what Nathan is no longer doing is perhaps second-guessing what people want. He's established what they want, and he's been able to react accordingly, but in a proactive manner and not a reactive manner. You know, and in the simplest, purest form, this is just a pragmatic approach that any SME manager or owner can, can enhance and develop. It's ostensibly a perspective. I think the other key takeaway is Nathan's commitment to developing relationships, and that's been a huge, huge part of what he's done. And again, it's at the heart of developing a meaningful brand. Nathan's realized that his customers want a relationship with his brand and his, indeed his new venture. And he's been allocating resources to building that both internally and externally. And the knowledge he's acquired from integration and, and being within his community has allowed him to find a differentiated path and move away uh, from what he was traditionally doing and seeing new opportunities. And I think it's important to mention as well, and I think it was a key takeaway, he's realigned his brand values as well. Uh, brand values are so important. Uh, brands are relational partners and people want to engage with brands that represent their own values. And it's been a huge step forward for him becoming community orientated. It's been a great move and people have far more of uh, awareness of who he is and what he's doing. And that allows him to develop long-term relationships.
0: Given all the time, energy and resource that Nathan's had to pour into his business recovery, especially in terms of finding a space online and and putting um, some updates into his IT systems, what really fascinated me was how he's found extra energy to create and launch a new company at the same time. Was that taking a huge risk in such precarious times, potentially distracting him from NLT's needs? Or is it a good idea to launch in
2: in a crisis? I think what Nathan has shown is, firstly and foremostly, he should be commended for this, is tremendous resilience. But this is exemplary. What he has understood that there are differentiated opportunities for him. There are underserved segments for him to engage with. And he's employed more of an entrepreneurial approach to what he's done. He has sought opportunity rather than just relying on what he has traditionally done and one of the key elements within his his uh, interview was this notion that he no longer wanted to rely on simple transactional one-off propositions. He wanted something more permanent, and has sought to do that. And I think that that was extraordinary. But yet yeah, resilience is at the key of that. More importantly, we come back to this perspective: the internal culture, the proactive need to respond to COVID, which is which has traumatized the SME industry. But he's been resilient. He's been forward thinking, and that's really at the heart of it. But yes. Uh, um, it could be conceptualized very much as a risk, but this is a necessity, and, and he sought to embrace that, uh, which which is fantastic.
0: It's also, of course, um, in quite a new area: electric vehicles. He's almost trying to jump on the crest of a, of a wave there, isn't he? And, and be ahead of his competitors in providing something new.
2: Oh, absolutely! And you know, whatever level you are at marketing, trying to tap into uh, into segments that haven't or aren't provided for is is a is a fantastic opportunity. And what he's realised is this strong socio-cultural trend, more of an emphasis on green consumption, and he's been exemplary in identifying that and implementing a significant change in what he's done. But ultimately, relying on his core knowledge, his core values, his core capabilities. But Again, it's 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 um it's an excellent excellent transition and done with 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 real conviction and sincerity, and uh, we should be applauding him for that.
0: Overall Rob, it sounds like you're impressed with what Nathan's done and indeed you've described in detail what other SMEs can learn from this. For anyone listening, what are your top tips for entrepreneurs to have in mind for developing their marketing strategies when their businesses have been so damaged by this surprise crisis?
2: Yeah, that's an excellent question. It's 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 hard to proceed down what Nathan's done because there's so much, but I think one of the key for me listening to that was this need to be proactive and not reactive in context. You know, Nathan's journey has emphasised that when you rely on what you know and what you've done, you're going to lose perspective. Um, perspective is an important managerial tool, but being able to transition from, from a, to a different perspective is huge. And being reactive and relying on what you know just offers a security blanket. What we see with COVID, a security blanket can be stripped away but in turbulent times that mindset and approach needs to be reconsidered and, and that frankly applies to all of us but nathan has changed that he sought to differentiate and uh, he's been very successful i think as well you know this being flexible in what you're doing is is particularly important as well nathan's been able to embrace a strong new digital infrastructure he's he has uh, sort of got an inherent flexibility in his workforce He's got people around him now that are willing to support him and he is willing to support them. And he's been able, as a consequence of that, to make that transition uh, slightly easier, which is uh, so important for him. But I think as well, um, we we see through his community endeavours, through this online platform, he's constantly collecting and analysing data that can uh, represent new opportunities and understanding through that data why you are valued, what role you play and where you can add value has been a significant part of this transition. And we are seeing lots of small companies now engaging more and more in that community paradigm and also relying more on in-city data to help them respond. But I think one of the big things for me in his reliance on new relational skills, new relationships with customers, consumers, suppliers, retailers, all Are more significant for him now, and it moves him beyond just simple transactions. They get to know him as a human being, and marketing is very much a human metaphor, and that's incredibly important. But through that as well, he's developing lots and lots and lots of positive brand associations, lots of positive awareness, and whether he's using traditional media, social media, direct marketing, personal selling, he's constantly enhancing perception of what he's doing by creating strong brand promises, being visible, being accountable. And that's, and that's allowing, hopefully, will allow him to go from success to success.
0: Dr. Rob Thomas, a teaching fellow in marketing and strategy at Aston Business School. Many thanks for joining us today and for listening to the NLT Electrical story and providing listeners with some top learning points to take away.
2: My absolute pleasure. Thank you very much for having me.
0: Thanks also to Nathan Tromans of NLT Electrical. We'll be back soon with another case study on how SMEs are recovering and even growing during the pandemic with more crucial analysis and advice from academics and experts here at Aston. (music) Aston means business. SMEs building resilience to COVID-19 challenges. Thanks for listening.